If you find yourself right of center, then you are fighting an uphill battle against many in the media. And I think you already recognize this. The other day, we saw a video kind of going viral, mostly among left-wing digital outlets, showing the Proud Boys kicking some anti-fascists who were already on the ground. They're saying the NYPD needs to step in and arrest these people. How come none of these Proud Boys were arrested? And they're calling, I kid you not, they're calling the Proud Boys a right-wing paramilitary group. What's missing from the left-wing narrative, however, is that at the same time, a few blocks away, there were several anti-fascists who had surrounded an individual, beat him, and robbed him. The police came up, arrested three of them, but many of them ran off. That's conveniently left out of many of the activists' narrative. But BuzzFeed did report on this, which is actually pretty interesting. There was also an incident that happened in Portland the other day where we saw another scuffle between Patriot Prayer, the Proud Boys, and Antifa. And once again, we're seeing a partisan divide in the narrative. So let's talk about a couple things today. The uphill battle that conservatives are facing when it comes to the media and why, hey, sometimes life isn't fair. But what exactly happened with this scuffle in New York that was omitted from the left's narrative? But before we get started, please head over to patreon.com forward slash Timcast to help support my work. Patrons are the backbone of the content I create. So if you like these videos and you like the videos on my second channel, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash Timcast to become a patron today. BuzzFeed ran this story. Members of a far-right men's group violently beat up protesters and weren't arrested. New York police won't say why. The NYPD ignored multiple emails from BuzzFeed News asking why Proud Boys members were not arrested for the violent assault. This article was last updated today at 1237 in the morning. And although their bias is showing, I actually think BuzzFeed did a good job of showing that Antifa also was being violent at the exact same time. They say about 30 members of the group who describe themselves as Western chauvinists and have frequently aligned themselves with avowed neo-Nazis participated in the beating, some screaming threats and slurs at the individuals according to video and an eyewitness account. Although New York Police Department officers were present at the time of the attack, none of the Proud Boys were arrested for the beatdown. However, separately, three other protesters were arrested for attacking a person leaving the event. Police have not yet explained why there were no arrests made in the assault on the protesters, despite multiple inquiries by BuzzFeed News on Saturday. The NYPD later released a statement saying that it was reviewing video and evidence to determine if additional crimes were committed. There is no tolerance for violence anywhere in New York City, and the NYPD will do everything in its power to ensure public safety, the statement said. The story mentions that ahead of the Friday night event, the Metropolitan Republican Club headquarters had been vandalized with anarchist symbols and broken windows and doors, according to the New York Times. There was a note left that said the vandalism was related to McInnes's upcoming appearance. Last night, the Metropolitan Republican Club was vandalized by the leftist hate group Antifa, who also left a note promising this is just the beginning and threatening more violence the group posted to Facebook. According to some left-wing activists who had been on the ground, this all started when someone who was with Antifa knocked the MAGA hat off the head of a proud boy, which then initiated the fight. The reason why the NYPD probably didn't arrest anybody? Well, because Antifa started the fight by physically assaulting one of the proud boys. It's very difficult then for the police to determine whether or not they're going to arrest everybody or just say, look, you started a fight, you lost, everyone just go home. There was a time in this country, for better or worse, where you could actually get into a bar fight and people wouldn't get arrested for it. Nowadays, people are a lot more sensitive. And especially when it comes to political violence, there's going to be demands for arrests. Unfortunately, the video we see where it shows Proud Boys kicking Antifa while they're on the ground doesn't show you everything that happened. In my opinion, I made a video about this yesterday. This is bad for the Proud Boys, and they will lose politically. I said they, lo- they lost, but I don't mean the fight. Of course the Proud Boys won the fight physically. 
But now this video is going far and wide and it's being used to justify all of the claims made against the Proud Boys. When people call them violent extremists or fascists and neo-Nazis and claim they're the violent ones, you now have a video showing them kicking people who are on the ground. And that means it is a PR loss. The world is not fair. Conservatives fight an uphill battle when it comes to the media. Many of these outlets that are covering the story did not cover the fact that during Mike Cernovich's event in New York City, Antifa actually hospitalized a guy. Naturally, many people on the left, activists, are screaming. They're angry the NYPD won't arrest people who got into a scuffle. Look, Antifa started a fight. They lost it. I believe the Proud Boys went a little too far in kicking people on the ground, and that's bad PR for the right and for the Proud Boys. However, What they're not mentioning is that even BuzzFeed acknowledges only a few blocks away, Antifa had beaten and robbed an individual who had left the Republican event. Three men were arrested nearby in what appears to have been a separate clash following the Proud Boys event. In a tweet, senior legal aid staff attorney Rebecca Kavanaugh suggested that the men arrested had been anti-racist protesters demonstrating the McInnes event. NYPD told BuzzFeed News that around 8.40 p.m. Friday, the officers saw three men assaulting someone a few blocks from the event at East 84th Street and 3rd Avenue. Police said they would not confirm any known group association or whether or not they attended the event you reference or attack on anyone who did attend. The men identified as Caleb Perkins, Kai Russo, and Finbar Slonim were arraigned in the Manhattan Criminal Court on Saturday. All three individuals faced two counts of assault and one count each for larceny, aggravated harassment, attempted assault, and harassment according to court documents. Perkins also faces one count of resisting arrest. According to court documents, Perkins, Russo, and Slonim struck the victim in the face and then another man who was not arrested took the victim's backpack. The victim refused medical attention and is cooperating with police, the complaint says. Gavin Wax, publisher of the online news site The Spiel, who attended the Proud Boys event and witnessed the alleged assault by the protesters, told BuzzFeed News he and a friend were walking toward the subway when they saw two masked individuals approach a man who was backpedaling with his fists up on 3rd Avenue. He was sweating, he had bruises on his face, and he was calling for help, Wax said. Wax said he and his friends then ran over and split them up. At that point, Wax said, the victim yelled out that another man who was nearby with several others had his backpack and ran toward the group. He ran and they chased and we chased, Wax said. Wax said they ended up at the corner of 84th and 3rd, where the assailant started chanting, he's a Nazi, he's a Nazi, don't defend him. Police arrived and arrested three individuals while others ran off, Wax said. So it seems that some people have claimed these men were anti-racist protesters. According to witnesses, they were chanting, he's a Nazi, which would indicate they were likely anti-fascist protesters, but the police are not confirming that. So take that for what you will. I think it's extremely likely in this case that's what happened because it's not a common occurrence in New York. Yeah, crime does happen, but crime is actually going down. This sounds more like a bunch of people who are chanting Nazi, attacked some guy and stole his backpack. So there's a few things that need to be said, and I will reiterate my opinion from yesterday. As soon as Proud Boys started kicking Antifa while they were on the ground, they lost politically because that's all the video shows. In fact, some of the videos are actually getting deleted. Some of the comments made by Proud Boys online have been deleted. They were saying things like they were stomping people and smashing their heads, and they were laughing about it. And whether or not they were justified because it was self-defense, the average person does not see that. The people in media are not going to show the full context of what happened. They're going to show clips from here and there and say, this is all we know about. Plain and simple, the only videos that exist are Proud Boys kicking people while they're down, and that makes them look violent. But we do have BuzzFeed pointing out that not too far away, police arrested several people for assault and harassment, and one of the guys actually stole someone's backpack while calling him a Nazi. Someone also identified them as anti-racist protesters. Maybe, maybe not, but I think it's fair to say they were. Look, it's really simple. 
you absolutely have a right to defend yourself. In some circumstances, you actually do have a legal right of self-defense to hit someone who's already on the ground. The idea being you want to stop the fight before it continues. So just because they're on the ground doesn't mean the fight is over. Yes, in some circumstances, that is legal. However, from a political standpoint, the video shows Proud Boys kicking people on the ground. Plain and simple, you're going to lose. But let's talk about what's actually happening here. You have a bunch of people who showed up for an event that was a normal event. There were people who wanted to go and hear someone talk at a Republican club. Protesters showed up to that event and started yelling. Protesters then instigated a fight with the Proud Boys and lost. Protesters then robbed someone nearby and beat him and were arrested for it. You can be mad that the Proud Boys got into a fight and you can say, look, in my opinion, it was wrong of them to kick them while they're on the ground. But the fact remains, when you look at the bigger picture, you have protesters showing up to someone else's event and starting fights. But we can also look at what happened in Portland recently, because according to Andy Ngo, Things were tense, but there wasn't violence until Antifa pepper sprayed Patriot Prayer. Andy tweeted, the march was peaceful until this confrontation. Antifa maces the right-wing group. I was standing too close. In this video, we can see that Antifa started pepper spraying the Patriot Prayer group, thus instigating the violence. And it actually escalated. There's another video of a man getting stomped by someone associated with the right-wing side. Mike Bivens tweeted, Presuming this is the guy who got stomped out, his face is a bloody mess as people follow, urging him to leave. Right-wingers calling on their comrades to leave him alone. And we can see this guy, he's got blood on his face. It's videos like that that go viral, that are used as tools to prove the right are the violent ones. Here's, it's plain and simple. Patriot Prayer and the Proud Boys wanted to march in Portland, and they have a right to do so. It's not permitted, but yes, in America, it doesn't matter why you're allowed to peacefully march. Antifa shows up and pepper sprays the crowd. From there, a brawl breaks out. We can look at what happened in New York, and I will say the reason why the NYPD didn't arrest the Proud Boys for kicking the Antifa dudes while they were down is plain and simple. Antifa started the fight. According to left-wing activists, they knocked the head off someone's head. That is assault. And then people started fighting. It's complicated, right? I'm not going to equate kicking someone on the ground to getting their hat knocked off. I think it's silly. Someone knocks your hat off, you back up, you don't start a fight. But you've got a lot of people who are angry because they showed up to an event that they're, they're allowed to have. They were going to see a, a speech. And then all of a sudden you have a bunch of protesters trying to start fights with them. A few blocks away, you have protesters actually beating and robbing somebody. So the point is simple. You start a fight, you lose. That's just how things go sometimes. And the police are probably going to say, just go home. It's over. Naturally, people on the left want to use it for political power. Of course they do. But now it's time for the right to be rational about what they have to do if they want to succeed. You can't kick people while they're down. You can't stomp on someone while they're down, even if you didn't start the fight. Why? Well, look at what happened with the Proud Boys on Twitter. Twitter banned all of the Proud Boys, including Gavin McInnes, for being a violent extremist group. But Antifa remains. Antifa are the ones who are showing up to marches that are peaceful and starting the violence. And then everyone complains there's violence. Well, if Antifa doesn't show up, I assure you, the Proud Boys and Patriot Prayer will walk in a big circle and then break up and go find beers somewhere. It's Antifa that is making the violence happen. Because unfortunately for Antifa in this country, you have a right to march when you, when you so choose. There are many activists on the left who complain that police show up in all black with weapons and beat protesters when they try to march. 
But here we have Antifa doing basically the same thing. Yes, you disagree with what Patriot Prayer and the Proud Boys stand for, but they have a legal right to peacefully march through the streets and you can't do anything about it. When they show up and get violent, they are the ones creating the problem. Unfortunately for those on the right, the media will use every little clip out of context if they can to smear them. And thus we see the Proud Boys got banned and Antifa did not even though there are specific branded groups of Antifa in Portland. They have their own logo. They have merchandise. They have sweaters. This is not like a loose sell. That's one of the excuses people use that Antifa is just an idea. No, there are literally branded cells that have unique logos and names. So yes, they probably should be banned too because they're showing up to peaceful marches and instigating violence. Unfortunately, when you fight back and you dominate these people by beating them on the ground, the media is going to use it against you. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter, TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. More videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews at 6 p.m. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you all next time.